We are back, baby. What is up, fellow fans? The False Nine is back. Sorry for the inactivity throughout the offseason. We've been outside, you know, having our Latin boy summer and shit, but we are finally back. I'm joined today by Santi. Santi, my boy, how you doing? Uh, I've been better. I don't know, dude. Um, United just has me in the gutter. Same shit every year. Yep. Yep, we used to that by now. Can't relate. But, guys, the Premier League is officially back. As of recording, match week one has passed. Um, so we're here to give our reactions a little bit on that, as well as give our predictions for the upcoming season ahead. Let's dive in. Match week one has concluded. And to to my surprise, United completely dominated by Brighton, Santiago, bro, what is up with y'all? I thought Ten Hag was about to come in here, cook, do his thing, and save y'all. Um, I'm actually going to say something that's going to shock you. But uh, can we actually talk about your club first? Because there's something that's, that's happened this summer that's got me excited for your club. There, I, I mean, as you could see last year, I was always hating on you guys. Always picking against you. Don't get me wrong. I still don't think you'll win the Champions League. But that's another debate for another day. We're not here to talk about that. The league just started. You're all hopeful. Every good, every, every, every big six club except United is like start off with a, with a well, you Liverpool drew, but we get to them in a little bit too. My brother, do you understand who is on your club now? Yeah. We got a whole we got a whole squad of stars, baby. So, but but the so the crazy thing is, and the people listening, I know everyone's like, oh yeah, they got Holland. He's gonna score like a hundred goals for them in like a year. I'm not talking about Holland. Who I'm the hell about, are you talking about? I'm talking about the second coming of Messi, specifically now that he's under Guardiola. I'm talking about Julian Alvarez. My God. What about him? He what is, about him? Well, this. Two things. One, I believe Holland is going to leave in two years with if someone's going to pay his release clause. That's number one. And number two, regardless of that, the biggest games of the season, once, sorry, once Pep falls back into the I'd rather play with a false nine, he's going to start Alvarez. Because Alvarez suits his system better, and he's a better football player than Holland. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna have to elaborate, my brother. Okay, so it goes back better to, footballer. It goes back to the Ronaldo Messi argument. Whoever you think is greater, we could we could we could agree, we could disagree. But can we we could agree on this, I think. I think Ronaldo, fitness wise, is a hundred times more fit and more athletic and has more agility, speed, quickness than Messi, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. But we could also agree, technically, Messi ha- is more skillful than Ronaldo. As a pure footballer, Messi could play as a number eight or as a number, like as a central midfielder. Ronaldo can't. Ronaldo's more of the, the at the end of the day, Ronaldo's going to be a, a, a striker that bags like 20 goals a season. Um, and it's just consistent in his goal uh, production a year at this point. Yes? No? Sure. So that's my take. I think Holland is a great goal scorer. 
I think he's going to score 100 goals with you guys over the next two seasons. I am not kidding when I say that. And even though he's, he might score 100 goals, I still think Julian Alvarez is the better player. But under what grounds? He is a playmaker. He is, okay, under Pep's system. Do you think Pep is going to use Holland uh, in the most important game of the season? Be honest. I don't 100, think so. I 100% do. I don't think so. I, so all right, so I'm going to get into Holland in a second. All right, hold but, on. Let me, let, me, let me finish. All right. So my, my thing is, apart, I just think he's, he's, he's more tactically like, gifted. He could play as a striker. He could play as a center forward, as a false nine, as a right winger, as a left winger. I think at one point in his career, he's going to be a center mid. I just think he is a technically more complete player than Holland. Holland could play down the middle as a number nine, and he's amazing, and he's probably the best one other than not named Benzema at this point. But he's very one-dimensional. You specifically have seen this with Pep City, and this is the, the I think this is the most truthful there is to it now at City, um, and not in other places like Barcelona or Bayern Munich. But for does forward and play? Middle, center mid, Right wing, left wing. Like, he likes the multiverse, um, multiversal? The English. Oh, uh, versatile? Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The multiverse, baby. (laughs) He likes versatile football players, and I think that's what a lot of these city players are. Cancelo, at the end of the day, he's a left back, a right back, he could be a center mid. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if one day he plays him as a right winger or left winger. He's just that gifted. So I'm just telling you, because of that, and because of what Pep has done in City, which I'm just talking about his tenure at City, Holland's going to be great. I think you need Holland to win or to become a better or more successful club, even if that's even a thing. I guess the Champions League is the only thing that's missing for you guys. But your best 11 is with Alvarez, not with Holland. All right. So, all right. So, you know what? Most of what you said, I actually agree with. I don't agree with him starting Alvarez over Holland, especially during bigger games. When I go ahead, go ahead. To be fair though, I don't think it will be. I'm talking like end of the season important games. I'm not right, talking right. about like like up until yeah, March. I, I don't, I don't see. A, I, yeah, I don't see Alvarez. I, I'm just picturing Holland getting injured, which he does too often. Sometimes I feel like, um, and it's and it's crazy thing is his goal production doesn't go away. He still get like 30 goals a, a season. I think I think that's gonna kill him. With Pep, to a certain degree. So, that's just my opinion. Right. From an and objective point of view, in a way. So, I agree with the that Alvarez is probably tactically pro- a better player just because he's more versatile and he could fit in different roles, different areas of the pitch where you might need him. And that is something that is more common in the city side. And it's also something that you're starting to see over at Arsenal as well with what Mikel Arteta is trying to do all the the players that he brought in this summer as well, getting players that could be very versatile to kind of cover depth issues. But, but so that what you're saying about Holland though, and this is something that I've actually been hearing very often throughout the summer since he's been purchased is how does he fit in at city? Like people are very skeptical on whether or not he's going to be a success at city with this, the style of play that we play under and also the, the system that Pep has instilled. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. 
Like, I don't know where the hell this doubt in in your mind is coming from about Holland and whether or not he's going to be a major player at City. So I think for me specifically, it comes to how the situation with Pep and Slatan and Messi happened at Barcelona. So what I'm saying is, in this picture, right now specifically, he's playing Alvarez on the wing. I think that's number. I think, and when, when he's playing with Holland, I, me personally, I just feel that Pep is gonna see the same thing that he saw in Messi, because then eventually he benched Ibrahimovic, um, and played Messi as the false number nine. Well, there's 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 way more to that. It's, no, hundred percent. But I'm just I'm just thinking of just like, I'm thinking a little shallow. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm thinking a little shallow. S- yeah. Surface I'm not, level. I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, but I'm not saying Holland's gonna be pissed. I'm not saying Holland is not gonna be important because I feel personally at least that year Ibra does, does not feel important at all. Like they won six trophies. I don't think I didn't think Ibra was part of that team. No. I'm not, yeah. No. Because he, not, he fell yeah, out of favor with I, Pep. I still think Holland's gonna be important for City and Pep. Um, but my thing is, your best eleven, or for example, I—I I, I mean, I guess it's too early to tell, but I think you should have started with Alvarez like, instead of Holland against Liverpool for the Community Shield. Yeah, that would have been a great test for. Man, yeah, maybe. Who knows? And but- and and I'm also saying this because I'm reacting about it post match, of like Holland played like shit. So so I I don't want to don't I don't want to take that that opinion of that game too too right, well, you're, uh, you're also forgetting the game too significant bag the brace yeah it's West Ham that's when you need Holland not Alvarez that's right. my point it's Got more it. it's more space where when there's teams like against Chelsea I hope he uses Alvarez there we go that's a perfect that's a that's a perfect opponent that I think Holland is gonna struggle with I will, well, let me give let me give my my two cents here then. In terms of Holland, what I've been hearing around is people questioning whether or not he was gonna be able to fit into the city side. No, tactic I, wise, I, I think he'll tactic fit in. wise. So so, yeah. The, the reason why I'm saying why I guess people have all these doubts is because he's not your typical Pep Guardiola type of striker. But but I think I also think another reason why I think he'll fit in. <laughs> to my point they're not going to be dependent on him and they're, they they legitimately have two different ways of playing now they could play with holland or they could just play with a false nine which i think it should be out there but from what i saw on on sunday against west ham i thought you can definitely see signs of immense potential of- but 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 if you, you we could agree you weren't dominating that game no, no, we weren't. It was kind of it was very even, and you and you beat him on a counter, and that's how you should use Holland. That's all. Holland All right, yeah. So, so that's what I'm saying. All right, so let, let me go over, for for the people that are kind of questioning Holland's ability, or maybe not his ability on how he could fit into this team and like what role he's going to play in terms of tactically, and will he be the the missing puzzle piece that we need? I just need to remind everyone of Holland's like strengths as a player. Obviously, and we're going to get into the weaknesses, but I'm going to go over his strengths first. So one being, he's not used to this, but he could function as a target man to hold up the ball against the defenders. Yeah, but, yes, when, but when, when has Pep played like that? that, that that's, that's my thing, I guess. I don't think he wants to play him as a target man. All right, so target man when you're like losing 2-1 and you need a goal or like when you're <laughs> drawing and no, you need tar- a goal. No, target man as in 
you're back to go. You're my, checking in. My brother, Holland is not Giroud. Holland is not Lukaku. Right, right, right. That's what. Like that's what I'm and saying. Pep is not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna play like that. He well, it's, he's at City. He's gonna. He, he's gonna be playing with his back to go most of the time. Yes, but he's not gonna be a target man. He's gonna. He's gonna I'm ask not saying him to that make the what, runs in the back. Okay. Okay. Look, I'm not saying that that's what his role is going to be. I'm saying he could, if he needs to be, he could play as a target man to hold up the ball. And do you release honestly, his- okay, do you honestly think Pep's going to do that? You personally, know. you personally. No, no, no. Yes, it's a yes or no. It could happen. Yes, it could happen. So it, that's so a part of the play. As so, being it, a fr- so he's going to be a target man. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that these are his strengths as a player. He could fit into that role as a target man. Yes, there are some times where City do do that throughout the game. However, I'm not saying I'm going over his strengths as a player. Remember that. So that's one Sorry, yeah, aspect that he could go into as. Another one, obviously, we, we all know he has immense pace. And that's going to be vital because he does love to attack the defender's blind side and run him behind. And uh, the goal against, both of his goals against West Ham on Sunday were perfect examples of that. The first ball, when he won the penalty, Gundogan overplayed that and his pace was so immense. But the fact that he made that run and was able to get a touch in before Areola to clip him, beautiful. And then also, obviously, you saw with the second goal, Kevin De Bruyne slotted him in while he was playing, making that run in behind the defender. His pace is going to be very crucial for us. Aerial threat, obviously, you know, he's 6'4". That's something that we have been missing for years, probably since Jekko left the club. And I don't know why, but we've always had short short um, attackers. And for some reason, City was probably, I think, number two last season with the number of crosses that they sent into the box. Not crosses completed, just total crosses, like, overall. Attempted, successful, non-successful, whatever. That's they were hilarious. number two. Right. Yeah, we don't have any freaking aerial threats up top, which is boggling, whatever. But the biggest thing is he's most lethal inside the box. So his shot map, if you look at it, it shows most of his goals inside of the box. So he has that poacher-like instinct, which is something, again, I feel like I feel like we couldn't really get with Jesus. Um, don't get me wrong. Love, love him. He was a great player for us. But that's where he was kind of lacking. I feel like he couldn't really like reach that Aguero status or like come close to it just because of the fact that he couldn't really finish a lot of chances that he has. And same with Raheem Sterling as well. The finishing wasn't the great, like, I don't know. I feel like he missed a lot of great chances for us. Um, how, those are his strengths. However, obviously, we need to talk about the weaknesses. And I don't really want to call these weaknesses because I feel like under prep, it is going to pr- improve immensely. So, well, number, what? Okay, no, keep going. I'm going to say the last thing. and you Say your weaknesses. I'm going to say one thing after you. Though. All right, so... He's in the body bottom twenty four percent of forwards for pressing, and six, oh, that's City change, dude. that has to change immensely because City are second highest in pressing in that's the a, league. That's a, hey, that's a great stat. That's a great stat, my guy. <laughs> what? That's a great stat you just threw out. Shut up. <laughs> that's where you should play Alvarez. Thank you. You're just proving my point. Anywho, anywho. <laughs> also, like I said earlier. He, is, he isn't used to playing with his back to goal. And he's used to a, a much more quicker and explosive style of play since he was he's come from the Bundesliga. And a lot of Dortmund's goals were kind of on the counter attack. He's not really used to, you know, his team having like a slow build-up play. Um, I believe, what was it? 
I believe Dortmund averaged 1.13 meters per second, like going forward. And City, they averaged one meter per second going forward and they're built up to play last That's season. That's interesting. Well, I feel like Dortmund plays a lot of counter. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's used to a much more quicker and explosive type of thing. At City now, he's he's got to get used to kind of like, you know, everything being a little you gotta bit build slower. Up, you got to build up the attack. And being precise. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, he's also not great at retaining possession either. So his pass completion is 71%, and that's, the bo- that's in the bottom 50% of forwards. And obviously City are a high-possessing side, so that has to improve as well. He does also have a low involvement in build-up play, and it doesn't check in deep to link up play. And that's something that Pep obviously very values. You saw that when he introduced the false nine with Messi and, like you were saying, all those other players. Sergio Aguero had to uh, conform to it as well. And then the biggest concern for me would have to be his injury record because in the past two and a half seasons with Dortmund, he missed twenty-eight to about like 28 to 30 games out injured. And... Could, could that yeah. be fixed with City? I don't think so, dude. I don't. That, that's the thing. I, I think it's gonna be. Gonna I, have I, to hope. I, I think. I mean. I mean. I'm, listen. I don't. I don't want him to get injured. Don't get me wrong. I want. I want. I want Alvarez to truly beat him out for the spot. Um, I just think that, especially with the schedule, that one they're gonna have to rotate, but two, there he, he there's a one point he's gonna break down. That yeah, that's the thing. You just kind of have to hope. You Bro, he was breaking that. If he was breaking that in Bundesliga. Where they play 34 league, league games. 34. And only have one. Well, actually, they might have two cups. I could be wrong. Do they have two cups, too? I have no idea. <laughs> it's not like they were going deep in the Champions League or Europa League. They might have been just round of 16 and out. That's, the, that's my biggest concern with Holland. Not that he's going to fit in the team. That is like, oh, can we count on him for most of the season? Right, yeah, that's that's the thing that's most concerning for me as well is just his injury record. But like you said earlier at the beginning, even despite him being injured for a large portions of the past two and a half seasons, he still bagged in a bunch of goals. Oh no, he's still gonna get his goals. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Now, also, hopefully, we. Ha- I mean, based on the first game, it shouldn't. But Bundesliga attacks. Let's let, let, let's let's hope it doesn't apply to him. For, yeah, for your so that, sake, for your that, sake. Yeah, that's that's another thing as well. He's not. I feel like in the Bundesliga, the the defenders, it's not on the same type of level that it would be at, at the Premier League, where you've, you know, the, the they're, big, the they're biggest, a lot bigger, they're quicker, they're stronger. Like he's gonna he's gonna have his work cut out for him, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, for your sake, I think right. Should be fun. All right. So that despite all everyone's like concerns and doubts on it. For all, if there are any city fans out there that are a little concerned about, you know, how if Holland is going to be a success or if it's going to be a flop, let me just remind y'all that Pep can most definitely improve him in so many different aspects. And if you want, you could take Sergio Aguero as a perfect example because he had a very similar playing style to Holland before Pep came into Manchester City. So, Pep changed Aguero's game immensely. And he criticized Sergio Aguero's work rate off the ball. Do you think he became a better player? I do, yeah. All around. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not saying that he improved as a goal scorer. I'm just saying that overall, yes, he has improved under Pep. Pep has given him a whole new dimension. And when I say that, this is, all right, so this is what I mean when I'm saying that. So I'm saying 
Like I said, before Pep came into Man City, Aguero and Holland were very had a very similar type of playing style in the sense of they didn't really work that hard off of the ball. They operated mostly around the penalty area and they poached. However, in Pep's system, off the ball movement is very vital. So, very like I think in Pep's first season with Aguero, Aguero started out very well. He scored three goals in the first two matches uh, of the 16-17 season. But Pep Guardiola came out and he did criticize Kun Aguero. He criticized his work rate off the ball. And this is how Pep has improved Aguero as a player. If you want to compare the season before Guardiola came into this into the side... And then the season where Guardiola did come in and compare Aguero's, some of Aguero's um, statistics, you can very much see that he has improved a lot. So in the 15-16 season, Aguero's distance per 90 was 8.9 kilometers. After Pep's first season, that improved to 10 kilometers. So he was moving a lot more. His sprints per 90 15-16 season was 44, averaging. After Pep came in, that went up to 60.8 sprints per game. Insane, insane improvement. And in terms of the goals, Aguero did kind of drop down a bit by four goals, though. So in the 15-16 season, he had 24 goals. And in the 16-17 season, he had 20. What, what's, so, the most, what's the most he had on their prep in a year? Uh, what was it? Was it 20? It was in that range. I think it might have been like 21 or 22. I, I, I just, I don't know why. I just, I hold the, the national Yeah, why do you team. disagree with that statement? No, I, I hold the, the, his performance in the national team so like highly regard. Like he was just not a factor. Okay, we're not talking about the national team though. No, but I'm saying, but like when I think of Aguero, I think of like how he was just like kind of just like was. <laughs> dude, he couldn't bench Iguain, dude. Okay, well, no. Listen, you're and, being and, a little harsher, Iguain, oh, though. Too. I'm no, not saying I'm not saying Iguain is better. I'm just saying brother, he also got It was apparently a... Messi and friends, and Igu- and Aguero's like Messi's best friend, and he couldn't get in the fucking team. Well, well Messi's not the fucking coach, brother. Well, come on, you know the stories, bro. <laughs> Up until the 2018 World Cup, it was all about just that. <laughs> all right, well, we're not we're not talking about Argentina though. We're talking no, but, about, but that's why I I don't I didn't follow City closely, bro. All right, well, like, so that's what I'm saying. I'm like, did he really get better? Because I feel like if he did, he would have played more for Argentina. That's my point. Look, so what I'm saying is Pep helped Aguero, along with many other players, add a whole new different dy- dimension to their game. Maybe he, he um, kind of lacked a little bit in terms of goal scoring, but a lot of that was also due to injury as well. So Aguero was injured hella times for us, and he still managed to be the fourth top goal scorer in Premier League history. That's what I wanted to ask. His 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 injury record did it get worse or better with Pep? Serious question. It got. That's a th- I feel like that's the thing. Though. I feel like he played for Pep the most under because he he only played under three managers at City, and he was he played the longest for Pep. So, I mean, it kind of sucked. And the first time he did have that stint of injury, it was in the 2012-2013 season. 
Um, and that was like the lowest scoring season he had prior to his last season. But he was out injured a lot his last season at City. But I feel, I feel like with Pep, he was always injured. No, he was. He was. No, he he was. He was injured a lot, which which really sucked. But he still he still managed to to be instrumental for us as well. So the fire alarm should be going in your head, bro, because if Holland is already getting injured, with Pep might be worse. Yeah, see, that's why that's why I'm saying that that's the biggest concern for me in terms of him. But in terms of the other aspects, I feel the weaknesses that I said prior to him being injury prone, I think Pep could definitely tweak his game a lot and give him a different dimension. And the reason why I was comparing that to Sergio Aguero was because it was mainly on the movement off of the ball, which has which did improve a lot when Pep came in. And Pep can obviously do the same thing for Holland. If Holland obviously is open to that and he, he adheres to the to the system that Pep has in place. I get what you're saying. Word. Um, but good, good, good thing you brought up Aguero because that's a good a comparison in terms of my biggest concern, which is that he's going to get injured. Right, yeah. And do you think he was part of your best 11 with Pep? Aguero, yeah, 100%. Like, do you think if he's healthy, he starts the Champions League final? Yes, 100%. Because okay. you saw... That, that's even the, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I don't no, no, I'm saying... Like the, yeah, my backup to that is... If you you knew how many how many times he was injured. Just as as a, a Premier League supporter, you know how how often he was oh, out injured, that, and yeah, that's and and how much yeah, and how much of a goal scoring threat he was. Regard being able to be fourth in Premier League all time goal scoring. Nah, he also killed the top six. So we'll see. How yeah, long. exactly. So there you go. But yeah, that's that's my take on on City for this episode and and all the, all this Holland doubt and stuff. I don't Beware, doubt you I haters. Just, I, I don't doubt him. I just rate Alvarez higher. You know this. Right, sure. What do you mean? And, I don't hate Alvarez. Also, why you, don't get married to him. He's leaving in two years to Real Madrid anyway. We'll see. We'll see. If he yeah, does, I don't that, care. That just bring us, bring us the Champions League. Yeah. Don't worry. Julian will bring you the Champions League in <laughs> three years. All right. What's going on with your club, though, cuz? Do we have to talk now about him? Yo, Brighton. Dominated. May 10 hag look like fucking... 11 hag. <laughs> nah, it was bad. And you know the craziest thing is like, in all retrospect, if you take out preseason, it was just the exact same thing as last season. I How do you no, mean? I saw no improvement. I, the, only thing, the only difference I saw was because Erickson was there. Um, so, he was trying to, at least until after he... He got. He was not in the false snap position, which another debate that we could have. Another. I don't want to have it right now. Um, he was trying to make those passes behind the lines and find the wingers and stuff like that. I. I also don't understand so much criticism on Lisandro Martinez. I know he's tiny for a center back, uh, but I don't think. And I'm not even blaming McGuire for the goals. I think just the whole defense is just not. The Dalla doesn't can't defend properly. That's number one. Uh, Luke Shaw, I don't know why he's still playing. I think, I think by the end of the season, uh, the guy from Netherlands, uh, Malaysia, is going to be the starter. And then, I think I don't know. If, I don't. I just don't think Maguire should keep starting all the time. But and that wasn't his. The goals weren't his fault. I'm not blaming him today. I'm right. Yeah. Not trying to be too harsh on him. I'm just saying that he's not. He's not. I don't. I don't see him performing this year. Like everyone's like, oh, I hope he's going to have a comeback. I don't see it, and I just hope. Ten Hag has like the balls to like you know bench him, not play him every game. 
I was speaking okay, of no, events. I don't, I don't think I don't think he had other options. Uh, before you go into that, just about Martinez. I think his distribution was very good for like the best I've seen for United center back uh, in a long, long time. And I think because we have these problems with center defensive mids, now we're trying to go Adrian Rabiot. Like I don't know what we're doing. Sir, uh, classic uh, Malikovic Savage rumor that starts every summer. It's like, yeah, let's buy him for eighty million. Actually, we're not going to buy him. It's just a rumor. I honestly think they should put Martinez at center back, at center back, at center defensive mid, and then if Baran is fit, pair him with Maguire. I think that's the easiest solution because we got dominant in the middle. Uh, I'm not. I think Fred played better than McTominay, but Fred did, Fred did not play well. McTominay is just. There's just one. I don't know if you saw. There's a video where he got a yellow card. He gets the ball. Oh yeah, ten yards outside the the box. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that play. Six touches, doesn't go anywhere. Loses the ball. Gets could have gotten a red. Oh my god! Yeah, he took like a little touch to the side, and the, the touch was like fucking cinder blocks. It was just the epitome of like. How is this man playing for Manchester? United? Okay, well, well the, the thing with with Adrian Rabio though, look at the, if you look at the stats, he he underperforms stat wise. He underperforms compared to McTominay. Does he actually? Yeah, he does. Ugh. So everyone was trolling well, no, but the thing, but the thing on is, social media. He's not about a that. center defensive mid. We need a center defensive mid. Okay, and who's who? Uh, like, no, no. I, that's why I think Martinez is like the easy solve for this for for this year. But my, but listen, does can he play there though? I think he can. He played he played there for Ajax. He did. Yeah, that's why. That's why I always thought like at the end of the day, I think he's gonna have to go with him. Um, hopefully, we could get a good enough season of Maguire that we could sell him next year, and then. And then we actually bring Martinez back to center center back, and then we have someone. We actually buy a proper defensive mid. Frankie the Young is not. Gonna, I don't think it's gonna happen. I I'm, I give up. It was great in the beginning of the summer. Now it's just like, bro, just like let it go. Yeah. <laughs> but all right. Um, so in terms and, of and, and sorry, just to go back because everyone's picking on him because he's so short. Um, some guy on a, on a podcast said that Martinez is just like a daily blend. That. He's good enough to play multiple positions, but he's never good enough to just be the solid starter in one. Why? Why? I guarantee you, this guy has not watched Ajax. He's, for, and then he doesn't understand that. I believe once Altamendi retires, he is in line to be the next uh, Argentinian center back to start with Romero. You know me. I hold. I held. I I I hold international football very highly. So, as you should, as a South American, yes. So. I just don't understand the, the what's it called, the criticism. criticism. After one game, but no, but that's the thing. He didn't even play bad. No, and there, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind like the criticism of like maybe getting, getting out in the air. But I, I think I saw the stats. He like did better than, um, he he did like top ten of the center backs in the, in the prem this this weekend. Oh so shit! I, I, I don't know. It's, I think the, the criticism's too harsh. I think he's going to be a really good player, very important player. And like I said, he's the solution for us in center investment. Well, okay, so in terms of what's going on with the whole Ronaldo situation, because he came, he didn't, it didn't take long after the second half kicked off in order for him to come onto the field. But the fact that he didn't start rose some eyebrows. 
um, all the stuff that was going on in the media as well throughout the summer definitely turned some heads as well. And then in the one preseason game the week prior to match week one, you could see videos and also photograph of where it seems like he's very annoyed with Ten Hag, and they, it looks like they're just having like a little dispute out on the on the touchlines. I don't I, the, the the preseason game. I just it was just normal. I don't know. That I, I I don't make much of it. The not starting was a little curious, but I understand why he doesn't think he's gonna go. He's, he's ready yet. It's just because it's Ronaldo. People are gonna make a big deal about it. I think he's in line to start this weekend, so that's good news. And do you, well, I mean, I, I don't, don't know. Do you, don't, does dude, he fit into like, this? <laughs> no, I don't think so, but there's no other options. It's the same thing of, like, who are we going to buy? It's so late, dude, in the transfer window. Who are we going to buy? I, well, I feel like, I honestly feel like this is this is the time where you really just need to give, you need to give Marshall and Van de Beek a freak a, a, a chance. Uh, well, Martial, he's always injured. He was injured on Saturday. Yeah, but how did he Sunday? How did he do on loan to Sevilla? Terrible. He, he was injured. He was injured most of the time. Yeah. Family. What? What? I didn't know that. I thought this man oh. just. <laughs> no, I thought this man out. was chefing it. <laughs> no, he, he balled out. I think like his first two games or something. Yeah, because I know he started great. Disappeared, dude. Got injured and just just very like subpar. And he he did have a great he did have a great preseason. I will yeah, admit. Yeah, so it was, it was promising. Don't get me wrong. He he's another very lazy player that doesn't like to press. And in preseason, it looked like he was willing to press. We're gonna see how Ronaldo's how much he's willing to press. I think he's, I think he presses more than what people think he does. I don't. I listen. I don't know the stats, the numbers, but I think he does it more than people say he he does. In a way, I don't know. right? Yeah, yeah. Like he gets, like, he gets. He seems like a kind of player that never. Like no, I don't think so. I think he presses. It's just, I think, especially last season, we didn't know how to press as a team, and it'd be like three. Like it would be like say Ronaldo, Bruno. Bruno always presses, which is great, but it kind of is annoying sometimes. Um, let's say Ronaldo, Bruno, Sancho would press, and then they just beat him, and then there'd be no one there. We would play such a bad, like we would not play a high line with that with the press. With the press, you play such a high line. You you mentioned those you mentioned those two players and it's, it just kind of reminds me like dude like the form that Bruno's in right now the form that Sancho's in right now as well it's just it's not I just the feel Sancho like it's not one, good enough. The Sancho one doesn't uh, concern me because he was great. In, I, I mean, great assault, but he he looked good in preseason. Right, and then with with Bruno, he t- Bruno I don't know. is concerning. He it's has very been concerning bad for a while. For yeah, he hasn't. But, the form but, that he had but, under Ollie was insane. But this is the reason why we have Christian Eriksen, so we don't play Bruno and run him to the ground. Hey, sit him, sit him on the bench. Not, I'm not saying this, this weekend, but like after the Liverpool game, he's still like struggling. Just like don't don't start in the next game. Play Eriksen. And then what's up with the whole with the whole Marcus Rashford? So there's speculation that he he wants to go to PSG. PSG also interested in him as well. Before before we go before we go into that, because I know you mentioned Van de Beek, uh, and you were like not giving him a chance. I honestly think I'm like not turning on him. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just don't think he can keep up with the pace. He's very slow with the ball. I don't know if it's a decision. It's a mental thing. Or a foot thing, or like his agility. Feel like a physicality. He feels very slow when he's out there. 
compared to everyone else. I don't know if this is me. I just feel like he hasn't he hasn't gotten the freaking chance to get used to the speed no. of the Premier League. That, that could be true. But I guess again, just me. I mean, they do practice, dude. Yeah, but pra- bro, training and a game is Listen, two, two I mean, different balls. But yeah, but you could be a practice player. Maybe a lot. A lot of these United players are definitely practice players. You know the practice players. We played high school, dude. They'd be amazing in practice, and then when it came to the game, like they'd just be like rubbish. Yeah, it'd be like fucking it'd just be, having be a just, log out on just, the field. They'd be just running, doing their cardio. Like I'm not saying they're horrible. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, but just, they just don't do anything. Right. Don't do anything bad, but they don't do anything good. They don't add anything to the team. Well, if I'm being, I do hope that Ten Hag does give um, Van de Beek a shot in that number ten role, or maybe even a number eight role. Where, because I do think he does, he does have the the capabilities to be an amazing uh, playmaker. I mean, you, you've seen it at Ajax; like he's just an amazing for the fact that he was shortlisted as well for Ballon d'Or. That should speak for itself as well. But yeah, I don't know. And so, all right. So Marcus Rashford now though, he missed how many? I think what was it? Two, two great opportunities, right? I think it was. I think it was. I remember. Remember the one that was offsides. Then the other one in the first half. Yeah, where he. Uh, and then one where he should have did a diving header, and I then to tie. It. I I definitely see his encouragement of like he looks like he gives a shit compared to last season. Last season he just totally looked like he just gave up. Um, so I think the attitude has changed. I just don't think. I just. The classic. He's just British, dude. Just sell it. Get the money. The money, <laughs> he's so he was so overhyped. It's not his fault. They just overhyped him. I don't think so. I think he, I think. And look, th- I hope that I'm wrong. But what if Sancho turns out to be like that too? I think. We're yeah, I think caught, the pre- we're already starting to see Mason Bound come regress. Are we? I think he's regressed compared to what he was supposed to be. He's not. He doesn't create anything for Chelsea. He's a. He's a, supposed to be a center attacking mid. He creates no chances. Sorry to go on a tangent, but this is the reason why Chelsea's going to struggle this year, and we're struggling last year. They have no one to create. They have their their left back and, and right back were their most dangerous players. <laughs> well, I, th- and I think this, were top scores at, the, at one point. I think this is the the situation with Rashford though is and Sancho is just more so like. It's just more so like a, a whole team issue that's affecting certain players. But since Rashford, obviously, he's one of the most criticized footballers on social media. So I think that also plays a role in it and and how much hate he does get. But I think I don't think it's just solely on these one on these players or whatever. I think it's just a major team issues that is resulting in them not performing as well or like, I guess, kind of like stepping up to carry the team on their back type thing. Yeah, no, I understand. I just think that, I mean, according to reports, he wants to move. I, and I, honestly, my, I think my, my he should thing, at this thing, point. My thing with thing is the way his wages are structured. If he stays United, he's gonna get a page, uh, a page, a wage increase. It's gonna be like three hundred pounds, three hundred thousand pounds a week, probably for six years. And I just can't fathom paying him that much money. Oh, you're you're paying him? him? It's coming out of your pocket. <laughs> I can't imagine. I just we just we shouldn't be doing that when we could barely. Just an example. We couldn't. We can't afford Anthony right now because we want the young, so we can't afford Anthony. And then with that money, we could probably buy Anthony. I don't know, dude. 
I think he should go because I don't think I, don't, I think it's money we'll never get. And I said low key. I don't. Why don't we just swap him for Neymar? Why not, dude? <laughs> one one could hope. The Red Devils could hope. Papi. Why not? I think I think he should move though. I think I think he just needs to to just I don't know a new start to kind of get get his career back on track and just and just actually feel like he competes for something, you know. But that that's me. Um, but yeah, no. That, so guys, that's those are our takes on our two clubs right now. As we said, match week one has already finished. It is time for us to give our Premier League predictions. So Santi, let, let's go over it with us. Who do you think is going to be? What's the top six looking like for you this season, brother? So I think now with the duo of Alvarez and Holland, it's cities to lose. Um, I, I'm. I mean, you saw it against Fulham, Liverpool. I don't think have that difference maker in the final third. Um, well, so like they were depending on Mane. Mane's not there. I think Darwin was a good buy in terms of a goal scoring presence, so they don't have to depend so much on Salah. But I think they're gonna have to depend more on Diaz, and I just don't know if he's up for it. He was he was great right when he came through when he came in, and he's kind of hit like that little wall. So he's very stagnant now. So we'll see. So that's why I don't know if he could do it throughout the season. And I love Luis Diaz, biggest fan. Uh, Comeable represent always. Same with Darwin Nunes. <laughs> right. Um, but no, it's City's to lose. City should win. I honestly think it's not going to be as close as last year. Uh, really? So I th- yeah, I don't think it'll be close as last year. Uh-huh. But. So you know actually who I think might challenge you more than Liverpool? I think Tottenham will challenge you more than Liverpool. What? Conte I think Tottenham tax? The death. And, and, and the tax. The Conte tax. I think Tottenham have more depth than Liverpool. Now, quality of players? No. Don't get me wrong. Their defense is still very, like, a little nervous, nervousness every time over there. Uh, and then the goalkeeper is clearly past his prime. He can still – I don't know if he still – he could still – be capable of winning them a, a game by himself handily, but he's still he's a decent keeper. But he's not like Allison. He's not he's not even Ederson. And you know my opinion about Ederson. That'll be that'll be another time. Right. <laughs> um, but no, I think City. I think Liverpool still too. But I think it's the classic. It's going to be a, a, a Tottenham are going to be in a two horse race, and they're going to finish third. Somehow they're going to finish third. <laughs> like, I, I, that's what I see. And then. Um, and then Arsenal. I honestly think Arsenal's going to be fourth. Um, I think after... Are we done after, hating on the Gunners now? Or no, like, I, I mean, okay. Non-biased take. Fuck them. I can't wait to face them in the Europa League and kick their asses. But they're going to finish higher above us. Above us so. All right. Okay. But anyways, unbiased now. Back to reality. Uh, no, dude. Their defense is tremendous. The only issue I have is... Um, I don't know how you could survive with Ben White at right back, number one. No, now I think Tomiyasu, is, I think, is the, the perfect player there. I think he, he was well-established. He was very good in the offensive uh, part of the pitch, and he's, he's not a liability in the de- uh, defensively. I think their issue is, which only really depends on Kieran Tierney's uh, fitness, is what do you do with Sinchenko? Like, do you, how often do you play? Oh, he started. Oh, he's no, starting no, for them. I see it. No, but, dude, he was getting... Cooked by uh, IU, cooked, cooked. 
Bro, I'm, not trying to be, I'm not trying to hate him. He was being cooked. Now, is, it, is this my result in uh, Arteta playing maybe three at the back with Gabriel, who looked great? Saliba is going to be the young player of the year. Already getting started on this. And then uh, Ben White. And then you have the two. Then you have the wingers. Maybe you play Sinchenko and Saka. Or maybe Sinchenko and Tomiyasu. So that's a little that, that was a little key and concern. Just the, the left more more than more than Ben White being right back. Tomiyas Sinchenko left back seems very shaky and just against Liverpool you can't play Sinchenko. And then again, but Kieran Tierney has had struggled staying fit for them since he's Well, as as someone who saw him mostly at City, dude, at left back, yo, he could, he'd be holding it down, bro. When he's when he's playing, my brother, on, on take, take the goggles off. When this, when, when are City on the back foot? Like Arsenal on Friday. When are City getting dominated? And when is Sinchenko playing when they're getting dominated? Actually, even say that. I know you. You make a good point. I'm not. <laughs> we we usually be dominant. We be the ones dominating out here. So I'm just saying, like when he when he doesn't generally have to be constantly defending and like with the, the goal behind his back, like different different perspective. Don't get me wrong. So we'll see how that goes. And then the other issue is that they have oh, actually two more issues that we'll see how Arteta handles it. Center mid, I don't think they have death after Chaka, after Party. I don't think Onani's going to cut it. Um, so it's really depending on those two. And if one of them gets injured, what do you do? Then you, do you play some Chaka center mid? Okay, but what if Tierney is injured? Like, what do you do? You know what I mean? That, that, that's, that's the one thing. That I'd be a little concerned. Well, not yeah, or that could be like a, like a like an Achilles heel to that team. Then apart from that, I think also, um, I honestly think they'd be better off putting Jesus in the wing and having Martinelli go down the middle. Uh, but I think I mean that's what the movement. Wow, I'm really dissecting Arsenal. What am I doing? This is disgusting. Go, please talk. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the thing with Jesus, like I said earlier, when I was you know talking about. Um, Man City is just that, like, he can never really... If he could just get more of, like, a striker finishing instinct, that could unlock so much potential for him. If he could get over 14, 15 goals this season for Arsenal, they are going to be a huge threat to deal with, if I'm being completely honest. It's just mm-hmm. he, he's just lacking on the whole finishing aspect, his, his ability to finish. So if he can improve on that, then, dude, the sky's the limit for him, and I think he will be an, a huge player for Arsenal. Even if he doesn't score, it'd kind of be like a Giroud type of thing with France at 2018. It's a very weird comparison, but okay. I'm, I'm saying if, if he's not I'm banging in the slide. goals, I'm gonna let it slide. if he's not banging in the goals, he's definitely contributing elsewhere. I don't think, if he's not banging the goals, I don't think he... Oh, actually, who else? Would you, I mean, maybe you start Smith Rowe in the wing, but I don't know. Mm. All right, so what about um, fifth and sixth? Oh, uh, yeah, so fifth. Uh, I was dubious of who was going to put fourth, but especially after this weekend, I think fifth is going to be Chelsea. They're going to be great defensively, but they cannot score for their. They cannot score. <laughs> they cannot score. Fair. They cannot even score on an open end. They just can't create. The classic Jorginho pen, one nothing win. They got so many clean sheets this year. Cool about he didn't it. do the hop. He didn't do the hop too. I know because Pickford saved it with the hop in the Euros. 
Do I remember? No, I, don't, I actually don't remember that. But I, I do remember the commentator. Dude, I was at the bar. I was at the bar with Lewis, and and I was wearing a Balotelli Italy jersey, so people thought like I was. And I was, I got to the point that I was drinking a little too much that I started yelling in Spanish when something was going wrong for Italy, because I wanted. Mm-hmm. I hate. Listen, if those listeners don't understand, I hate England with a passion. Uh, they're just like Mexico, just overhyped by the media, and they think oh, the world changes all the time. Oh my god! Anyways, um, but so I was rooting against. I was rooting for Italy. And I was saying things in Spanish that people thought I was saying something in Italian. They were like, well, "You're Italian, yo, let's go!" And then the, to the point that after they after they won, the bartender dabbed me like, "Yo, good game." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the bartender is from Britain. Was from Britain or from England? Damn, that's actually mad funny. It was mad funny. People really thought I was Italian. I'm like, Thanks. All right, Mexico. so who, who who do you got finishing six? United. Yeah. Uh, I kind of have to say it because if we don't finish six, it'd be so bad. It'd be very but bad. But it's like I just, I just can't fathom saying that we won't finish six. So I won't be surprised mm. if we don't finish six. But definitely six, dude. That's the best sure. we could do. No, I feel, I feel you. I feel and, you. And then the teams that are probably going to challenge is probably going to be Newcastle. And I wanted to, I want to say Brighton, just because of how well they're coached. And I wanted to say Villa. Villa looked horrible again. Their de- the defense is terrible. Still having problems. Um, funny thing, I don't know if you saw. JR has a uh, worse record. So uh, I think he's, Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, I did see that. As many, as many games as uh, Gary Neville in Valencia. I think he has the same, the same amount of wins. Yeah, the same, almost, the same win percentage. Identical, yeah, the same winning percentage. But, yeah, but nobody's talking about that, right? Um, English, British tax, bro. British <laughs> So what's uh what's um who do you got rele- get it relegated? Oh. So I was gonna say Fulham, but Fulham played really well on um Oh my god on Saturday. So I don't I don't know about Fulham. Fulham is the traditional they'll buy a lot of players and they get relegated. I think it's funny. No, I think Bournemouth. Uh I don't see Bournemouth staying up, even though they played well against Villa. Um Everton, no life. I see nobody scoring goals unless Cavalier is there. I just it's yeah, bad. and he, he's out right now. And I, I don't. I don't buy. I've never bought into Frank. Um, sneaky. I want to maybe Forest, maybe Southampton. Uh, I'm gonna go. So I'm gonna go um, Bournemouth, uh, Everton. I'm gonna go Forest just to. Nine and Forest. I feel like I feel like Southampton always gets saved, and I want to say Leicester, but they have a bit that. Too good of a squad to fail. Oh, and then my big prediction is Roger the, fir- the, fir- the, f- the first manager sacked this year is either going to be Tuchel or Rogers. Dun dun dun. So, damn. Shit. Okay. If 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 Chelsea would have lost on Saturday or Drew, I would have been like, oh, Tuchel, my new owner. He's not getting crazy. past Thanksgiving. Yeah, new owner going crazy, just like oh my god, <laughs> like we're not winning, like like just I, I could I could just see it on the wall. <laughs> I don't know why that was so funny, but that was not funny. <laughs> so, yeah, and then oh, and then going back, like I said, young player of the year, um, Saliba, top scorer, uh, human song, and then player of the year. 
Harry Kane. Hmm. Because okay. I think Tottenham. I don't know why, but I feel like, especially last year, they take the domestic cups some some someone's in consideration when it doesn't it doesn't deal with United or City. I don't know if you realize this a little bit, and I think that's why Club got Manager of the Year and like I think did Salah get Player of the Year? Forget. Oh no, Ruben got it right. No, I thought it was I thought it was Kevin. Oh, Kevin got it again. Pretty sure, yeah. No way. Oh, you 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 fact check that. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, I'm gonna get my predictions. Anyways, and then yeah, play of the year Kane, top scorer song. All right, I I can I can see that happening actually. Um, all right, so for me, I feel like my top six. It's either gonna be it's gonna be between Liverpool and City. I'm not sure who I'm gonna edge it out to. I don't want to be biased, obviously, because if I am, then I would 100% say City's gonna win the league. Um, but I don't know. For some reason, I feel like. I feel like it could be very hit or miss for Liverpool in terms of their front three. Like, I think they can either realize very quickly and harshly how much of an impact Mane was to them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know. I feel like for most people, a front three of, like, freaking Salah, Darwin, and um, and, with, and Luis Diaz isn't as... It doesn't seem as threatening as Mane, Firmino, and... And Salah, or Mane, Salah, and, and uh, what's his name? Diogo Jota. Right. You know? So, yeah. But anyway, first place is going to, it's a toss-up between Liverpool and City. Um, whoever finishes second out of those two obviously finished second. Third, I'm actually going to say Arsenal. I feel, like, I just feel like, don't get me wrong, it's still fuck Arsenal, always. But. I feel like I'm kind of buying into Arteta a little bit, if I'm being completely honest. Just, just I don't know. Just towards the end of last season, seeing them play was actually kind of like fun. like they played very well, and they they you could see that there was definitely a certain pattern of play, and that they had like a certain style and system going on, which is good. And then also, I yeah. feel like they did they had a great summer transfer window as well. Non biased, I think they just have too many holes in comparison to. Um, Spurs. I think Spurs. The only thing they're lacking truly is really like a more stable uh, defense. Yeah. Um, I think Arsenal has issues where, not issues, but like problematic in the middle of the park. Having a de- even though they got a number nine, having a dependable striker that will get them twenty goals a year. Like, do we know? Do we think Jesus is that? We don't know. And then the the left and right back situation that I brought up before. That's why I think Arsenal is going to finish fourth. Right, but yeah, the, the fact then, yeah the fact then, that they then, had a great. Sorry, I'm cutting you off again. I'm sorry. Uh, now you good? You good? And then the other thing is, last year they burnt out at the end. These are the same they players did. on the other side. No, they and did. They, they and did. They have, and they have, another, and now they have Europe. Like, remember the big thing that I kept saying is like they're not playing in Europe, so like I, they, they should be better. <laughs> they should be playing good. And now yeah, they for have sure. Europe. So we'll see how much Arteta's gonna prioritize that. His rotations has to be uh, on point. So and yeah, and that goes in with with the window that he's had throughout the summer. I feel like he's bought a lot of players where they have they have a lot of things in common in terms of the fact. Well, they have one huge thing in common, and it's the fact that these are pl- these are young players that are very versatile. So it kind of addresses the depth issue just a bit because you have so many different players that could play in different areas of right. the pitch. So I see them finishing third if they can completely buy into Arteta's system, and he's got everything locked down for sure this year. But if not, I feel like this is this is it for Arteta. If he, he doesn't at least get a convincing top three finish, 
Um, fourth, at first, I was struggling. I kind of had United finishing fourth. But I feel like after <laughs> after the performance in match week one, fuck that noise. I'm going to have Tottenham finish fourth as well. I don't think Conte is going to be able to get the... I think he'll, he'll, he's going to improve Spurs, obviously, as much this season because they also had a great summer transfer window yeah, I, as well. I think, I think their biggest thing, honestly, though, that the, where I could see why maybe they get fourth is uh, so they're below Arsenal is I think he just needs to win a trophy, dude. Like, he has to just win a trophy. Because yeah. He, even if it's the Carabao Cup, dude. They'll go and, they'll build it, him a statue. They'll make it to the <laughs> All or nothing. <laughs> Season two of Spurs, all or nothing. All or nothing. Sponsored by Dollar Tree. <laughs> and then fifth, I'm going to agree with you. I think Chelsea are going to finish in fifth spot. I did have Chelsea finish in sixth at first, just because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Tuchel's been struggling a lot, especially in the back end of last season as well. Like, it's just, they can't seem to have, like, a cohesive type of thing going where where they're very dominant and they can easily bag in some goals to win them games. They're kind of, like, just edging out the victories and stuff. Um, So, yeah, in terms of bottom three, I'm going to go with Bournemouth, Fulham, and it's either going to be Southampton or Everton. Everton oh, so just Forest will be the one that stays up. Okay. I, yeah, I think Forest. I think Forest might be able to stay up, but we'll see. I don't know. They might be very close to it, but I don't think that they'll manage to get the slip. Uh, top scorer, it's either going to be Holland or Son. Player of the year, I'm going to say Kevin again. Okay. And then young player of the year. What's the what's the age cutoff? Is it 23? I thought it was 23. All right, so for Young Player of the Year, if Darwin qualifies for it, I feel like Darwin might be Young Player of the Year. If not, Holland. Wait, hold on. So you go Darwin over Holland. Right, I just, I just feel, yeah, I just feel like Darwin can can be like a huge. Yeah, Darwin just turned 23. So he he's eligible, yeah. Oh no, 21 or under. Damn. Well, it might have to be Holland then if he oh, qualifies. Uh, yeah, as of 2021, players must be 21 or under as July of uh, uh, July 1st of this season. Okay. Uh, the Saliba count? I think it's right. I think it's 21. Yep, 21. Let's go. Oh, wait, you said Holland? Yeah. It's Holland. He's 21 right now. July 21st. No, oh, okay. So he's oh, he's 22. He's, no, but he's, he he's was, 20. she was 21 in July 1st. So you're good. Oh. So you're saying Holland. Holland then, yeah. Okay. Fuck it, baby. Over under 25 goals for Holland. I'm going to say he gets 23. I'm going to say he less, gets less than 20 because he gets injured too much. You're a bitch. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for coming being back with us we're super excited to be back and creating content for you guys check out our other episodes from the past hope you enjoy them we will see you next time take care baby peace out guys oh.